0: Hey, this is Dave from Superior Speak and you're listening to the Geek World All Stars Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare You are listening to So Wizards. You're thinking you said people going to die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. So well, no one to stop us this time.
1: What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 404 of the So Wizard podcast. I am your host, Joey DiCarlo, and my co-host, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield.
2: My name is Anigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die.
1: Mark, you have cried your last year about editing. That's <laughs> right. Put in your hand, the expert, Mr. Marquis, Marcellus Reagan.
3: No, I have a feeling there's plenty more tears involved with editing in my near future. Um, no, no breaks on this train. <laughs> what is going on,
1: everybody? Welcome to the show. You are listening to So Wizard Podcast, where three friends discuss the world of nerd. Podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. This week, we got a little bit of news to discuss. And then we've got our review of the newest movie, From what the fuck is this guy's name?
3: Robert Eggers.
1: Robert Eggers. Robert (laughs) Leggers, my Eggers. (laughs) The Northman. Before we get to all that, how the hell is everyone doing this week? Marcellus Reagan's. Yes. How
3: are you? I'm good. I'm good. We, uh, you know, I put up some new designs on the uh, T Public store. And uh, yeah, people are, were buying the shirts. You know, we had some pretty good sales. And it's just weird to see sketches and images that have been living in my tablet for the past like year or so, like actually out in the world and on people's clothing. So uh, yeah, we had a good week with the uh, T Public sales. And uh, hopefully, we'll be dropping a few more designs this month uh, coming up soon.
1: Awesome. Yeah, those shirts are, are badass. I love the Spider Man riff logo where it's like, uh, you know, it says no weeks off. Yeah. <laughs> I find that uh, hilarious. So awesome job, Mark Ellis. Uh, yeah, people should buy them. Just keep buying, consume. Yes, please. Uh,
2: Make Mark <laughs> feel like this podcast is worth it. <laughs> I
1: don't know. I don't know if there's enough people to wear t shirts out there in the world for that. <laughs> Aubrey Litchfield, how the hell are you?
2: Uh, I'm living, you know. I decided to get clear braces. Wow. And now I sound stupid. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you sound exactly the same, Aubrey, not stupid.
2: And there, There's like times where I lisp and <laughs> it's pissing me off. But apparently it's normal. And the cool part about them, though, is that I only need them for four months. Um, so... After four months, I'm going to burn them because <laughs> lisping really pisses me off. <laughs> it's driving me fucking crazy, <laughs> but they, they hurt a little bit too. So they're my favorite, but they're working. So I'll take it.
1: Well, wow. we look forward to you getting them off. So you're a lot happier and, and no more <laughs> lisping, I guess.
2: Never happy. I'm a dark soul. Yeah.
1: yeah. It happens. <laughs> dark souls too. That's you. <laughs> All right, it, how are you doing, Joey? I am a mess today. Wow. I have to tell you this. I'm a mess. I'm not particularly in a bad mood or anything, but so I I drink energy drinks and I drink one a day and I drink sugar-free ones. So it's not like I'm like drinking a gigantic sugar-filled disgusting drink. Um mostly what I drink is a brand called C4. And I like the frozen bombsicle flavor, but they're awesome. Uh, I order a case from Amazon. I drink one a day and then I you know, order another case. Uh, Unfortunately, I just screwed up in my ordering and I didn't get the order placed at the right time. So I didn't have (laughs) any energy drinks today. Oh, no. (laughs) And I'm broke. So I didn't even have enough money to buy an energy drink today, especially because at the cafeteria at my job, like, Everything is more expensive, so a $3 energy drink is like $5, and they only take cash, so it's a gigantic pain in the tuchus, and I'm like, I'm not spending $5 on that energy drink. I have some coming in the mail. They're just not here today. I can make it through one day without them, and and I got to tell you, man, I've just been like, I will avenge you, caffeine. (laughs) I will save you, Joey. (laughs) <laughs> I will kill you, tiredness. That's how I feel all day today. Oh, my God. It's an absolute mess all day today. So uh, it's as we record this, it's a little after uh, 6 o'clock, and I, as soon as we're done, I'm going to bed. Wow. <laughs> I am a wreck. I, but for me, it's like my coffee. Like there are people that drink a coffee in the morning every day, multiple coffees. That's my coffee. I don't like coffee. I think coffee tastes like garbage, so I have an energy drink in the morning on the way to work. And it sets me up for the whole day. You know, I'm not uh, my favorite, though, is people will be like, those are terrible for you. And they're holding like their third iced coffee filled with sugar and cream that they've been drinking today. So, you know, that's fine. That's fine. So I they're, they're here. I got them in today. OK, <laughs> they're sitting on the table in my breezeway, but I can't drink one now because it's too late. I got to work tomorrow. Right. Right. And tomorrow is Tuesday, which is my long day. So I work 8 a.m. to 630 p.m. at job number one. And usually they'll call me in at job number two, so that means uh, it's like a 13-hour, 14-hour day. Um, so I, I need to get sleep tonight. I can't drink an energy drink at 5 o'clock at night. I'll, I won't go to bed. So that is the story of why I'm tired and grouchy today. But enough about us. Let's talk about us, Ellis Reagan's. Please tell the listeners where they can find more podcast? Alright,
3: so everybody can head on over to SoulWizardPodcast.com where you will find a brand new episode every week. You'll also find an occasional movie review from yours truly. You'll also find some reviews and some recommendations and interviews from the one and only Adam Wallyhawk. You'll also find our merchandise there. T-shirts, sweatshirts, stickers, coffee mugs, all located in our Tee Public store. You'll also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. So definitely get at us. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a five-star review while you're there, if you can. Now, you can find our podcast wherever podcasts can be found. And that's including the Stitcher Radio app, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Good Pods. We have a YouTube page with new content premiering there regularly. So definitely check that out. We have a Patreon page where you can support the show. And for as little as a dollar a month, you'll receive exclusive content year-round. Shout out to all of our buddies in the Geek World All-Stars podcast and network. Back to you, Joey.
1: First of all, you know, I I don't really know or care anything about social media. I don't even know what's out there or isn't out there. So that's irrelevant to me. And it still remains my favorite sound drop, I got to tell you. So I guess we got some news to discuss, Mark. A very busy week in the world of movies, TV, and the world of nerd. So drop it. Drop that drop. And let's talk the news. Yo, pump it up.
0: It's time for the news. Yo, we getting ready to bring you.
3: All right, so this week in Nerdy News, uh, Sony Pictures have decided that they want to really get into this whole Spider-Man universe that kind of is connected to Spider-Man, but not really. And this time, they are digging deep, 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 deep for a character. They announced that they are working on a movie called El Muerto, starring... Puerto Rican musical sensation Bad Bunny. Uh, this is gonna be a Marvel's first live action movie with a Latino lead. Uh, I don't think I've ever heard of this character before, but I am all for any kind of, uh, any kind of representation in the superhero landscape. So, Joey, being our comic book expert of the show, please tell us, should we be excited over a El Muerto story from, well, Well, from Sony, we shouldn't be excited anyway, but (laughs) for the
1: character-wise, should we be excited? A new Marvel legend arrives. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You're excited for any representation? Like, even if this, this sucks ass, like, are you still excited for it?
3: I'm excited for the opportunity. There's an opportunity that
1: it could be really good. Couldn't it just be, like, a better character? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I feel bad for the representation. <laughs> You're like, all right, Marvel's first Latino superhero. Oh, it's from Sony. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's just pretend it didn't happen. Um, This is a character that is, like, a luchador Mexican wrestler. who um, has a magical mask that he wears that gives him powers. Right. Uh, he appeared in literally two issues of a Spider-Man comic, like... 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a pretty obscure grab, uh, man, I, I don't know what they're doing over there. Bad bunny has been on WWE wrestling a whole bunch in the last like couple of years. And, uh, I, I don't know anything. I, if you put a gun to my head, I could not sing you one bad bunny song. I did get excited when it was first announced. I thought it was bad baby. <laughs>
3: <laughs> right. But, I don't know what the fuck character she would play, but that's instantly going to go on the
1: list. She'll be the new MJ when they reboot Andrew <laughs> Garfield. She can take over for Zendaya, just pretend like there nothing happened. Complete recast. Oh my god. <laughs> it's the multiverse. It's infinite possibilities. Ponder the question.
2: <laughs> Catch me out size, man. How about that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh I, I just I have zero confidence in Sony and anything Sony's doing. Um it, it feels like What was enjoyable about Venom, which was not the entire movie, was more of a happy accident at this point. And the Sony Spider-Man universe, asterisk, Sony Spider-Man universe may not contain Spider-Man, is not very exciting. So, I mean, we'll go see it from the podcast, I guess. But my expectations are very low. All right. All right. Aubrey, what about you? How
3: do you feel about El Muerto as a new Sony Spider-Man universe movie?
2: I feel like they're really scraping the barrel. There is so much they could do with the Spider-Man universe, but it's Sony. And uh, they don't have much that they do well. So they can't even uh, make enough PS5. Wow.
3: was a low shot to Sony right there.
2: They really are fucking up lately. Disappointing.
3: Well... I'm going to say I'm still a little bit excited about it. Uh, we don't know anything about this character. So, you know, the backstory is going to be something somewhat unique. You know, they could probably take it and, and mix it up and make it cool. Uh remember when Blade came out, no one knew who the fuck Blade was. Vampire Hunter, that wasn't like a big pull, but Blade still stands up as a, a slick comic book movie. So, you know, this could I'm thinking this is going to be more in a Blade aspect. And also, you know, Sony did make into the Spider-Verse. So they are familiar with telling a good Spider-Man movie. Like it has happened. So, you know, maybe they'll reach out to the directors of those movies, or of that first movie, because they're not doing a second one. Maybe they'll reach out to them for some storytelling points or something. So, you know, because we don't know anything about it, I think there's a chance that this could be good.
1: I can't wait for the posters. It'll be like Ye got Una in the way of a end they marvel <laughs> And those posters will sell out everywhere,
3: damn it. That's right. <laughs> Plus, you'll be able to do the soundtrack. How cool is that? A Marvel superhero that can do his own soundtrack. Come on! Sounds like they're just cheaping out on it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're going to do the soundtrack and star in the movie. And you're, pay any extra.
3: you're a wrestler, so you're going to do all your
1: own stunts, too. Yeah, damn it. Yes.
2: It'd be really amazing if Pitbull did the soundtrack. Oh,
1: Jesus. Don't even put that out in the universe. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, music cinematic universe of terrible... <laughs> Music comes together. I'm sorry. That just makes
3: me more excited for it now. Now I'm ready for it. Oh, no. All right. Okay. So then in the next bit of news, this section I like to called, uh Grand Opening, Grand Closing. So we spoke a little bit a couple of weeks ago about the Wonder Twins movie. Or maybe was it last week or was it like two weeks ago? <laughs> I think it was last week, but <laughs> time is
1: irrelevant. So Exactly.
3: So we announced the Wonder Twins movie uh, being developed on HBO Max and uh, they cast the two leads, KJ Apa from... Riverdale and Isabel May from uh, the Yellowstone uh, prequel <laughs> and Joey's dreams. Uh, so, yeah, they announced this week that they canceled it abruptly. <laughs> uh, they don't really have a handle on what they're doing. Who knows what happened? But yeah, Wonder Twins movie canceled. Uh, Aubrey, how do you feel about this?
2: It's perfect. Perfect.
3: I like to think that they listened to a certain podcast and they heard the uh, Queen of All Nerds. Gave it the thumbs down and they're like, oh, no, (laughs) the queen of all nerds is not excited for this. Pull the plug. Bail. Bail right now. That would be
2: nice. Yeah. It'd be better than our cease and desist letter.
3: (laughs) The power of so Wizard palm of our hands joey how do you feel about the wonder twins movie being canceled
1: i don't really give a shit um i wasn't exactly looking forward to it but i will say it's always sad to lose content that's coming to a streaming service because it makes covering it a lot easier when i don't have to leave the house to watch the movie um but i'm not exactly sitting here fiending for a wonder twins movie in any shape way or form so it does not matter to me whatsoever i do feel bad for archie He's wanted to play a superhero for a while and then he finally got one and it got canceled within a week.
3: Well, who knows? Maybe that Nightwing movie is finally like taking place and he like jump shipped ready to get on that.
1: I will believe that when I'm sitting in the theater watching it. <laughs>
3: All right, fingers crossed for Archie to, to be a superhero. We're rooting for you, buddy. All right, so then uh, another movie that we talked about recently that just started filming was the next part of the Fast Saga. Fast X or Fast 10, whoever you want to look at it, uh, Justin Lin, the director who did part three, part four, part five, and part six, uh, he left the franchise for seven and eight, came back for number nine, which is arguably the worst one out of all of them. Uh, but yeah, after about a week of filming, Justin Lin was like, I'm out of here. I'm done. Walked off. So uh, yeah, Fast and the Furious 10 lost his director one week into production, which just seems like a complete disaster. Uh, but the good news is, out of the presses, internationally acclaimed filmmaker Louis Leterrier is, n- <laughs> is now the new director of Fast Ten. Uh, let's go back to Joey. Joey, how do you feel about what do you think caused Justin Lin to bounce after a week of filming? And how do you
1: feel about my boy Louis Leterrier coming back? Maybe he couldn't control himself around Brie Larson's feet. <laughs> <laughs>
3: He's like action. Oh, okay. I gotta go home. That's right.
1: <laughs> look at me like you look at that Nissan in the commercial. That's right. <laughs> anyway, um, no, actually, I heard what drove him off is that Vin Diesel is a cockbag. That that could not
3: have driven a direct. He's worked with Vin Diesel in multiple movies. No, that could dude, not have been that.
1: Used. That is the scuttle coming out today. That Vin Diesel is so bad to work with that he just said, "You know what? I'm quit. I don't care. I don't want the ten million dollars I'm going to make no. from this movie." I, I'm done. Uh, apparently Vin Diesel shows up late to set, shows up when he wants, doesn't learn his lines and shows up really out of shape.
3: Yeah, I read that same article. That is such gossipy bitch article stuff. Like that's, <laughs> that, that's not even like le- barely legitimate. It's just like some freaking rag that you wipe your ass with that someone is like, oh my God, this is what happened on Fast 10. I don't believe that shit at all.
2: What, what lines does Vin Diesel have to learn?
3: family, family. <laughs> <laughs> and action uh family
1: line
2: family did you know we're family it's we're all a family
1: it's always time for family
2: mind still you have to learn
3: justin lynn is walking off the set and vin diesel's like come on bro family
0: family <laughs> like, fuck
1: you vin diesel <laughs> I, I will say that when they announced who the director is, I almost fell out of my chair <laughs> laughing at my desk. Um, if you're not a long time listener of the show, <laughs> poor Louis Latelier is, <laughs> is just the joke director we suggest for everything. Um, I will say though, I did love transporter one and two, so he'll always have those, but All he's right. serviceable. He's very serviceable Yes, on a short notice. Anybody
2: serviceable in. on a short notice with paper <laughs> well, bag,
1: you know, for, for what they could have got, you know, it's, a, it could have been a lot worse. So, you know, he's able to step in, he'll be able to finish the movie. It'll be fine. Um, it's not going to be make any difference one way or the other. You I'm can't more in-
2: mess up cars.
1: Well, cars too did happen. Uh, I, I'm just more interested in how they're going to continue to tie themselves into knots to not admit that Paul Walker's dead. <laughs> 'Cause if you remember in the last one, he was just home watching the kids the entire time when his right. wife was like an international fugitive fighting terrorists on a tank in the middle of the street. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then he just showed up at the end to eat at the cookout. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was probably really tough, honey. That was that was rough. And oh well, pass the potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> All
3: right. All right. Aubrey, what about you? Uh, how do you feel about Justin Lin walking off the set of Fast and the Furious and Louis Leterrier coming onto the set?
2: I'd fucking walk off too. Movie's been going on too long. This is some fucking bullshit. <laughs> we got a 10th a movie. Are you for real? You walk off. Peace.
3: All right. Joey, make sure you add that to the list uh, so we can make Aubrey go watch it.
1: Uh, and fucking of jump
2: all, off a building!
1: <laughs> I would have made sure to at least smell Brie Larson's hair before I left, and
2: maybe he cut a piece of it off.
1: Yes, yeah, seriously. <laughs> and uh, I will definitely have it on the list. Don't worry about that, because not only we're we gonna make Aubrey see it, but we will bring bring back good friend of the show Amanda to watch it as well.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna be pissed. It would be the worst week ever.
1: Well, I still I'm blown
3: away that Justin Lin walked off, uh, considering how. Uh, how much money he's made for this franchise? I mean, he's the reason why we still have a, a franchise. I'm sure Ron Howard is just waiting by the phone. Like, come on, <laughs> someone call me. I can do. I can do Fast and the Furious. I know Cars. Uh,
2: Michael Bay would be perfect.
3: Michael Bay would be perfect for Fast and the Furious. I was kind of hoping he he would get the call too because that seemed like a perfect fit. But Chris Morgan, the guy who wrote Fast and the Furious three through eight and Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, You know, those movies are ridiculous, but they, you know, there's a sense of storytelling to them in some aspects. Chris Morgan did not come back for nine. And Justin Lin uh, wrote, uh, co-wrote number nine, which, like I said before, is easily one of the worst ones. So it sounds like, you know, he's coming back and he's like, all right, I'm the guy that made this franchise what it is. These are my rules. And Vin Diesel is like, hey, I've been here since the beginning. This is what the people need. This is what people want. This is what's going to make us money. The fact that uh, Vin Diesel went on Instagram to talk about how, you know, the script came in and it didn't have Jordana Brewster's character in it, which would seem like a fucking obvious thing, right? Like if you're going to make another movie, you would put all of the characters from the other movies into this one, especially one of the original ones. But if that's true, then fuck Justin Lin. The fuck out of here. And I
2: didn't even know it had characters and an actual story.
3: <laughs> it's a story all about family. There's some characters. I was say,
1: we don't have. We don't have characters here, Aubrey. We got family.
3: <laughs> and I and you know Louis the Terrier. You know I like the transporter. I love the Incredible Hulk. I think that movie is super underrated. His the way that he's able to stage those scenes, the way that he's able to move the camera throughout those uh, somewhat dramatic scenes. It's a really he handles that movie really well as a you know the French director doing a comic book movie. He actually I think The Incredible Hulk is super underrated, and uh, I look forward to more of his uh, more of his big screen shenanigans.
2: Watched it on FX Saturdays once.
3: I'm down for it. (laughs) All right, so then in the last bit of news. Speaking of directors leaving, uh, it was announced a while ago that John Watts, the director of arguably one of the best comic book movies in the past 10 years, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, uh, he was set to direct the Fantastic Four, the MCU's version of the Fantastic Four. And he uh, he didn't wait until the movie started filming to quit. He quit uh, before that. So uh, he left. And now Marvel is trying to find a new director for the Fantastic Four. Ron Howard, stand by, stand by. Uh, I'm I'm a little disappointed by this, but I can understand why John Watts did make one of the few successful comic book movie trilogies of all time, and the third one being one of the best ones. So if he wants to walk away from superhero movies for a while, that's fine. Let let him go. Let him you know spread his wings elsewhere. But I am a little disappointed because uh, you know he seemed like the perfect fit for the Fantastic 4. So, Joey, what do you feel about John Watts leaving the Fantastic 4 and who do you, who do you think would be a good replacement for him?
1: Well, um I know Sony also turned around and said they expect him back for Spider-Man 4. So, right. So, maybe he's going to go make some shitty like indie movie in between or something like that. What was that movie that um Colin Trevorrow made that was so bad he got kicked off of Star Wars?
3: Oh, right. <laughs> I forgot about that.
1: Uh, no one <laughs> Hopefully. No, No one went to go see that movie at all. Yeah, hopefully it's not that bad. But um, yeah, they're going to need a new director. I mean, I'm just going to go into my bag and pull out my name that now Louis Letelier is busy. (laughs) Got to pull out my name. Uh, You know, my boy, Neil Marshall, one of the best uh, genre directors, despite how bad Hellboy was, one of the best genre directors out there. Um, I'd love to see him get a crack at a big budget project like this. Uh, I think he's great. And um, yeah, I think it would be, it would work. He's also not popular enough to p- give Marvel any pushback whatsoever. So yes. <laughs> he will do whatever they sell, tell him to do. Um, I honestly have a, a different take about why this happened and I can't talk about it right now because it, it I can't we'll talk get about another it. Right cease and
2: now. Letter.
1: Yeah. I can't talk about it right now, but you guys will understand at some point um, what I'm getting at, but I, I have a slightly different take that I will talk about maybe next week.
3: So. Oh, now I'm curious. Uh, Aubrey, how do you feel about this supposedly MCU version of the Fantastic Four not happening with the director of probably one of the best movies of the past 10 years?
2: Oh, no. <laughs> Fantastic Four is not happening. Oh, oh, it's happening. I live. It's happening. Meh. You know, I vote Taika Waititi to direct everything forever. Okay. <laughs> if he if he directs it, I'll be like, then it's awesome. I'm super excited. Otherwise, I don't care.
1: about Robert Eggers?
2: (laughs) I don't even know who that is. You
1: directed a movie you might have heard of, Aubrey. It's called The Northman.
2: Oh, son of a bitch. Fuck that movie.
1: (laughs) Quentin Tarantino presents Fantastic Four, the 12th film from Quentin Tarantino. (laughs) Uh,
3: I don't know. I'm a little disappointed that he's not going to be in it. Uh, but you know, Marvel has had incredible luck plucking these young indie directors uh, to come aboard to do their their big budget movies. With the exception of Captain Marvel, uh, they've been pretty lucky so far. So I think you know maybe they'll reach in and grab another plucky young young filmmaker to do Fantastic Four. See what the see what the Daniels are doing. See 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 if they're interested to, to come play in the the MCU toy box for a while.
1: They deserve the money. God bless them. I don't know if it would match up um, sensibilities-wise, but man, right. they I, I would love to see them cash in.
3: <laughs> yes, exactly. They, their time will come. Damn it.
1: Or make everything everywhere all at once, too. <laughs> Colon, more laundry. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell would a good sequel name to that be?
3: Uh, everything everywhere all over
1: again. <laughs> everything everywhere, too. Mannequin on the move. <laughs>
2: Oh, nothing God. nowhere
1: everything everywhere all at once to colon <laughs> this rocks <laughs> <laughs> something about rocks you have to figure out rocks it would have to involve them starting a band somehow and that have nothing to do with the rocks <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh, that's 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 great yeah that's that is that it for the news that is there is, more no that's it that's all for the news all the news it's fit to print all right guys we're gonna take a quick break And we're going to come back and we're going to have our review of the Northmen.
0: Hello, everyone. My name is Nick. I'm the host of Nikolai's Kitchen, and I'm also the host of the annual live stream for The Cure. We can make a difference. This summer, Plastic City Comic Con is back and better than ever. Meet some of your favorite comic artists, writers, and crafters, and visit over 150 vendors of comics, toys, cards, anime, and video games from all over New England and beyond. Saturday, July 16th, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. at the Wallace Civic Center in Fitchburg, Mass., Admission is only $10. And as always, kids 12 and under are free. Visit us at plasticcitycomiccon.com for more information, and we'll see you at Plastic City. And
1: we are back. All right, guys. We all had a chance to head out to the movies and check out The Northman. Uh, so uh, there's a lot of reasons why we're reviewing this movie this week. Uh, for one, I screwed up the calendar and I didn't realize that we had a week in between <laughs> Massive Talent and Doctor Strange and then Aubrey popped up in the chat and said she went to see the Northmen and immediately me and Mark are just like we're not doing that on the show. <laughs> <laughs> it just was the only thing I hadn't seen yet. But thankfully you did see it because Mark had already seen it and then I I was planning on seeing it anyway with my daughter so it worked out. We had a movie that was new and was we had already seen it. So we're going to review it. And we're going to tell you what we thought. Non-spoiler to start. Then Markellis will drop the drop delineating spoilers. Letting you know if you haven't seen it, you can bounce. The rest of you stick around. We're going to discuss it a little more in depth. So to start, Aubrey Lichfield, the queen of all nerds. Oh, shit. Long may <laughs> she reign. <laughs> <laughs> what is the Northmen all about? And uh-huh. don't say men from the North. That doesn't count.
2: Prince Amleth is on the verge of becoming a man when his father is brutally murdered by his uncle who kidnaps the boy's mother. Two decades later, Amleth is now a viking who raids slavic villages. He soon meets a seeress who reminds him of his vow, save his mother, kill his uncle, avenge his father.
1: All right. Well, what did we think of the movie? Marcellus Reagan's non-spoiler. What did you think of The Northman? You know, I
3: Really enjoyed the the look of the movie, the experience of seeing it on a big screen. I think let me well let me put it this way. The movie is good. It's not as great as I was hoping it would be. I think I think there's some issues with it, but for the most part, the movie's actually really good. Okay. Aubrey Litchfield. How about you?
2: This movie is beautiful, but it's fucking trash. What? Oh, trash. <laughs> it's horrible. Oh my God. I have no idea what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's naked and they're just doing it all the time. I, I just, I don't understand. I did don't we watch
3: a different movie. Dude, Aubrey, did you sleep through most of this movie? What happened?
2: I didn't pay attention through most of the movie. I gotta be honest. Right. But it still sucked. Wow. The parts that I did watch really sucked.
1: <laughs> oh my. The parts that I was awake through are horrible. <laughs> this movie's plot, I couldn't follow a damn thing. I only watched one third of it.
2: It's about right. Yeah. All
1: right. Joey, what did you think of it, dude? Um, I thought this movie was fucking awesome. What? Wow. No. <laughs> dude, this shit was like a fucking fantasy metal album come to life. <laughs> Like, this fucking rules. I wanted to go home and listen to some Teresas and just, like, run through a brick wall afterwards. No. Oh, my God. Anya Taylor-Joy is hot as fuck. Um, you'll never get to bang her in the forest. Why bother living? It's I don't know, dude. I just thought it was fucking awesome. I We'll get into it in spoilers, but, yeah, man, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. No way. But... The only way to discuss it further Now that you know what we thought With three varying opinions Uh, So I I don't know I don't know what to tell you It's not a full recommend And it's not a full hate from us all It's all over the place So if you've seen it Stick around Here comes the drop We're going to spoil the Northmen
0: Well now let's talk about spoilers here Uh, I've got some spoilers One (laughs) clear spoiler Here's a spoiler You will die alone (laughs)
1: So big spoiler, guys, there's a man and he walks north.
2: He's (laughs) naked most of the time.
1: All right, all right, all right. Aubrey Litchfield, you hated this movie. Was there anything that you liked about it?
2: It was pretty. And I actually, this is probably the only movie I have not hated Nicole Kidman in.
1: I think you're supposed to in this one.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I know. That's the surprising part. But I really actually didn't think that she was a bad actress in this movie. And normally I'm like, oh, God, it's Nicole Kidman.
1: Do you think it's just because that you know that she's had intimate relations with Tom Cruise? Does that taint her forever?
2: Uh, surprisingly not. I think that it would be because, you know, I love me some Tom Cruise so much, but it it actually like she just annoys me.
3: I don't know why you oh. got to be searched. My man, Tom Cruise's name just to uh, make your point, Joey. I don't get it. Because uh, he's trash. <laughs> so bad. It's my dude.
2: What? Where is this coming from, Markellis? What are you talking
3: <laughs> about? I love
1: Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. He's always loved Tom Cruise. You sleep through the 400 episodes of the podcast.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, anything else, Aubrey? No. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Markellis Reagan's things you liked about the movie?
3: Yeah, I thought the performances were really good. I thought uh, everyone uh, did a really good job. I I like Alexander Skarsgård. Uh, I wasn't uh, a True Blood fan, so I don't really know like the like the reason of his popularity, uh, but I thought he was really good in um, in that Tarzan movie, actually. He was actually pretty good in that. Uh, I think
1: the reason was he has dynamite abs and there was a lot of like sex.
3: Uh, okay. That makes sense. Uh, but yeah, I thought he was really good. I thought Anya Taylor-Joy was good. I thought the uh, uncle uh, Fjornir was good. Uh, shout out to my girl Bjork making an appearance. I love seeing her in anything. She's amazing. Uh yeah like Arby said the movie is beautiful. There's shots in this movie where I'm just like god I am so glad I am watching this on the big screen because there's no way it would have the same effect if I was watching this at home. Like there's some scenes that are just like amazingly gorgeous. Uh the story is simple enough which I thought was really cool. Uh someone said it was like The Lion King and now I can't unsee that at all. Uh very simple gets from point a to point b uh and by the time you get to the end you feel like you've gotten a complete story uh i like the few twists and turns in it and i like the um i just thought the for a movie that is as violent as it is it didn't seem as um disgusting like you know like braveheart like braveheart is violent and you can feel that violence this one it felt violent but it didn't feel like you had to turn your head away uh during the violent scenes so that I thought I that I appreciated. But yeah, yeah, it's a simple story told very well.
1: All right. Well, if it's like the Lion King, I hope we get the Northman one and a half uh, <laughs> direct to video at some point. So It'll be all about uh, uh annoying kids. <laughs> 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 on their own adventure. Well, what did I like about this movie? Uh you guys are both right. The movie looks fantastic. Uh it just looks great. It looks great. It shot on location, uh, I am assuming, somewhere in Iceland or somewhere. Um, but it looks it looks gorgeous. And uh it, it's badass, man. I, I was like kind of wavering. Like when it starts, there's a lot in the beginning where it's like a lot of talking. Yeah. It's like uh Ethan Hawk is the the king and his son and it's just like blah, 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 blah. and then um <laughs> and Willem Defoe shows up and is like takes them on an acid trip and I'm like ah, oh, what the fuck did Janine talk me into going to see now? <laughs> 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 like is this the whole movie gonna be like this? Uh but thankfully it's not and it, it makes sense. Um and it just, it's fucking badass, man. There that, that scene where he first is a Viking with a wolf head on. Yeah. And they walk up to that fucking village. The guy throws the spear, catches the fucking spear in midair, <laughs> throws it back. It is just pure, unadulterated fucking violence for like five minutes. All, most of it in like one shots. Like, oh my God. like this rules. <laughs> like, that was some of the best like visceral action since like 300. That, that's how I felt about this movie. Like, okay. this is fucking badass. Um, yeah, man! Like all the fight scenes were when he fought that uh, ghost thing that couldn't come into the moonlight for the uh, cursed sword. Yep, that was awesome too. Um, it's the fight stuff was awesome, and the story was good once it got going. Um, I, and of course, Anya Taylor Joy is, is smoking hot, so it's it's hard to hate anything with her in it. And even Playmobil the movie, but it's 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 just fucking awesome, man! I just thought it was badass. I really liked it. I wish he could have had a happy ending. I know that's not going to happen, but, you know, I, I it lost me a little bit when he was like, "No, I'm not going to go off with Annie Taylor Joy. I'm going to go back and fight my <laughs> uncle." And be like, "Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure he suffered enough <laughs> he Stay on the boat." <laughs> that was that was actually my favorite part of
3: this entire movie. I mean, other than uh, the fight scenes and uh, the the battle at the end. The fact that, you know, you're on a hero's journey with him, a uh, a revenge journey on him with him. And, you know, it's like that like that awesome Batman story. He gets to the point where he's spent his whole life getting, plotting this revenge, but then he finds happiness and, you know, a future that's not involved with revenge. So does he, you know, does he follow his heart and follow the new life that's, that's been presented in front of him or does he fall back and finish the task that he's been working his whole life to accomplish? I loved that that
1: fork in a road in the storytelling.
3: I was, that's the part that I was like, Oh, this is actually really, really good.
1: And, uh, I like that she had magical powers to move the boat. Mm. And yeah, man, I just thought the movie was fucking badass. I, I, I really, really liked it. It was long, but it didn't really feel long. I never felt the length at all. I just was excited about what was happening and the different storylines to go with it. It was always intriguing. Um, some people said, like you said, Mark, it's simple. It's a lot like the, the lion King, but I never really, was able to predict what was going to happen because what happens, you know, he kills his uncle at the end after killing like everybody and his uncle kills him. Uh, that's what would be like. Occam's razor would tell you is the end of the, the movie, but they throw enough twists and turns in there that you're just like, well, maybe that won't happen. So right. I enjoyed it quite a bit, but there has to be things we didn't like. So Aubrey Litchfield, <laughs> you did not like this movie one bit. So what did you not like about it? everything <laughs> everywhere all at once
2: it was stupid I don't understand what happened it maybe the story was just too simple for my simple brain I just uh, it seemed like I had no idea what was going on half the time I don't even know why he was a prisoner in the ca- like in the um camp thing and is that supposed to be a kingdom because it's just like a one hut and that's it
1: well, that was the point. He lost his kingdom to another king, so he had retreated to like farmland, I guess. So it was like.
2: Then why even bother going after him if he doesn't even have a kingdom? How's anybody gonna be a king if you're killing some dude in a hut?
1: Cause fuck that guy.
2: It doesn't matter. But then he is like telling Anya Taylor Joy that like their kids will be kings, and like no, they won't. King of the hut? Like they're not gonna. Di- <laughs> what are they gonna be king of? You gonna go kill that king? To get the kingdom back? That ain't gonna happen. Fucking movie's stupid. <laughs> and they killed the dog. And it's very upsetting. And the, the fucking dude's like 20 years older than Anya Taylor-Joy. Watching them do it is fucking awkward.
1: Uh, I don't know. I, I, I appreciated it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Someone 20 years older than Anya Taylor-Joy.
2: <laughs> I did forget that I did like how they like nailed all those people up. <laughs>
1: Oh, I, didn't, I didn't know how that sentence was going to end. I
2: thought second. that that was really funny. <laughs> but yeah, the rest of it is fucking stupid. Makes no sense. If I wanted my kid to be rulers, I'd go after the dude with the fucking castle. Go kill some dude in a hut. He means nothing. He just looked like a fucking warrant. And why Why were they fighting in the end naked? What is the point in that?
1: It was in a volcano. It was really hot. <sighs> Fucking movie stupid. <laughs> all right. All right. Marcellus Riggins, what did you not like about the movie? uh
3: Yeah, I'm surprised Nelly didn't pop up in a volcano to say it gets hot
1: in oh, here. Oh, no. <laughs> take off all your so clothes. Take off all your clothes. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> he's walking into the thing. He's, he's doing his Viking walk with the, the fucking song starts playing. <laughs> oh, my God. That would have been, a,
0: I am.
1: <laughs> it's a missed opportunity. Yeah. Definitely, much like the misuse of of the the trailer for Men, they don't have its raining men when her husband jumps out the window, <laughs> right?
3: But, yeah. uh, so, I actually did feel the plotting of the movie. I can understand Aubrey. I can I can totally get why you didn't like it because even though the story is simple, it doesn't. There's no real momentum to the story. It's just kind of like. His, his thing that he has to do is avenge his father, save his mother, kill his uncle. Those three things. So that's why he, that's pretty much why he went back there. Everything else is like kind of leading up to that. It's not really exciting. Like the the little Quidditch match or football game or whatever the fuck they were playing out in the mud, you know, it's like a, like a little side story to kind of help move it along, but it didn't really, you didn't feel the urgency of the story. So, yeah, I did feel the length of this movie, unfortunately. um, and so that's why that's why I didn't love it as much. Uh, a lot of a lot of the story I was able to understand because of watching Thor,
1: believe it or <laughs> not,
3: like they don't really explain like odin and 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 you know Valkyries and Valhalla that much in the movie, but I'm like, oh, this is Thor. When they show like the fucking tree that held that connected all of the realms together, I'm like, oh yeah. This is totally Thor. Now I'm on board. I totally get it now. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I think the plotting was just not as it it moved really slow. Uh and it didn't have like that strong momentum. I like the ending of it. I just wish that I don't know, maybe if they chopped off maybe like 20 minutes of this, um, and maybe let Anya Taylor Joy do a little bit more magic uh and maybe bring Bjork back towards the end, then <laughs> I'd be down for it. But uh yeah, I don't know. There's just too many side quests and and not enough of the we're so close to him revealing himself to his mom and his uncle and taking revenge. It it didn't, it didn't move fast enough for me.
1: All right. Well, uh, I thought it was kind of weird when, uh, Nicole Kidman wanted to make out with him. (laughs)
3: Yes. (laughs) You're not supposed to enjoy that part at all.
1: No, I mean, it was really uncomfortable. not in a like, Oh no, stepbrother. I'm trapped in the laundry machine type of way. Like it was just, just weird. Um, yeah, that was weird. I didn't understand it either because it was like, I, I mean, that was like her kids. So like, that's kind of weird and gross. Like, I, I don't understand like where like I get that she's evil, but like that was just like a whole nother level that I wasn't expecting <laughs> and it didn't seem to make sense to me. Um, I know it's not that kind of movie, but I, I mean, I agree with Mark. You could cut 20 minutes to a half an hour out of this and tighten it up and it's a much more crowd pleasing movie. <laughs> yeah it's not that kind of movie and that guy uh Robert Eggers isn't going to make that kind of movie. This is probably the closest he's made to a mainstream movie and it's still not mainstream. So it's it's it is what it is. I just think, you know, Zack Snyder could have made one hell of an action movie out of that. Seriously. <laughs> uh Jeff Carter wouldn't be there to see it, but you know. It would have been another hour, you know, it would
3: have been an hour longer, but it would have felt like a uh, it went by quicker.
1: Right, cuz it'd be a lot of slow motion. So <laughs> Uh, I was able to understand most of the Viking culture from listening to a lot of fantasy metal. So just remembering what I learned from listening to Manowar and Teresas and bands like that, that I was able to pick up what was going on. Uh, but there really wasn't much to dislike. Like I said, it was just really the length in a couple parts where I felt like it could have been sped up. Maybe a little bit too much time with him as a slave. You know, maybe a little bit too much time in the beginning him as a little kid but it's pretty small complaints dink and dunk we could have used a lot more Anya Taylor Joy she should have just been on screen the whole movie <laughs> to be quite honest with you but other than that that's that's pretty much all I got for complaints so really the only thing left we'll to do is to score it zero to five five being the best zero being the worst what do you have for the Northman Aubrey
2: for one The movie sucks
1: Markell is uh,
3: I'm gonna give it a three and a half Uh, you know, it's, it's a good flick, but it does have its issues. Like the funeral son's death scene where they put him on a boat and whatever that took fucking forever, dude. I'm like, come (laughs) on, let's, we know he's dead and we didn't even really like him that much to begin with. So why are we wasting time with this? Uh, and also there's a little bit of, um, like the characters mumble a lot in this movie. It's, it was, (laughs) it was tough to kind of understand a few of the scenes. So I think that just might be as
1: bad as interstellar. So
3: (laughs) But I came, the same thing happened on the witch art, the the vavitch. It's the same thing. You can barely understand like a lot of the dialogue. So yeah, it could be a better movie. It's almost a four movie, but uh, I'm going to give it a three and a half.
1: All right. Well, I am going to go with a four out of five. Sorry, Aubrey. Um, Good Lord. I agree with Mark and with Aubrey that there are definitely some issues with the movie and it's not perfect, but man, I had a good time watching it and the action scenes are amazing. I, and I was pleasantly surprised. My expectations were through the floor because uh, I really didn't like the lighthouse. Uh, so I was like, this is going to be arty farty crap. It's going to be boring. I'm only going to be a nice parent. And then, um, I ended up really liking it so you know the action scenes were badass so i i might even just buy it on blu-ray just to skip around and watch a few of the action scenes Damn. to be honest with you so four out of five for me but that's gonna do it with our thoughts what did you think slide into our dms on social media or hit us up through email and let us know if we got it right or we got it wrong and now we're gonna wrap it up before we tap it up and we're gonna get some recommendations for the listeners out there aubrey litchfield what do you got
2: Nintendo Switch Sports was released on Friday. And it's pretty cool. Um, It's just you can only play with other people. It's not like Wii Sports where you can play by yourself. You have to play with other people. So you can either play online globally with your friends. Or you can play with a friend local play. It's like somebody in the same room. But you can't just play by yourself. I think that's stupid. So, but it, it's pretty cool. Noah was playing it yesterday, and it's got like a whole bunch of different sports you can actually play on it this time. It's got tennis, bowling, a whole bunch of stuff.
1: Sweet. All right. Well, uh, Marcellus Regans, how about you?
3: Yeah, this is kind of an old recommendation, but I still want to throw it out there anyway. Uh, everything, Everywhere, All at Once is still playing in the theaters. Uh, you know, we all enjoyed it here, I think, right, Arbor? You liked it, right?
1: <laughs> if I yeah. remember correctly.
2: Yeah. That's uh, a little weird, but yeah.
1: Fans, uh, it's it's my top movie of the year right now. So we'll see if that holds, go. but it's my top movie of the year right
3: now. So we all enjoyed it here. Uh, Cult 45, the movie podcast, they enjoyed it. Fans on Patrol, they enjoyed it. Pop Prism Power podcast, they enjoyed it. Uh, I'm still waiting to get the, get the votes from uh, Superhero Speak and Gorilla Brain. But it looks like this could be a, a geek world all-stars uh, all-around champion movie. So uh, it had a 0% drop-off last week, which is really cool. It doesn't really happen that often in movies. So people are going to see it. Uh, but if you're questioning it, if you're, you know, again, not sure about what you want to see and you've already saw the Northman, you want to see something unique and original, everything, everywhere, all at once is still playing in the theaters. Watch it so you can be one of the people to be like, yeah, I saw that movie in the theaters when it wins all the awards next year.
1: Awesome. Well, I... We'll recommend that you go to sowizardpodcast.com where you'll find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page, movie reviews, comic reviews, so much more at sowizardpodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Good Pods, or just about anywhere under the sun you find podcasts. We will be there. Check out our YouTube channel. There is hours of free exclusive content there. Uh, Adam's been pumping out interviews, movie reviews, comic reviews. I've been doing a weekly comic book review on there as well. It's going gangbusters, so check out our YouTube channel. Don't forget our Patreon. You want to support the podcast, you can do so monetarily and get extra exclusive content for your eyes and ears. This month, it's the only place to hear our retro review of Iron Eagle, the superior fighter pilot movie from the 80s uh, and and more. So go to patreon.com backslash Podcast and jump on board. will I recommend, oh boy, um, if you go on to Disney+, Plus, they have these little things called Marvel Legends, and they are not action figures uh, like, like my bank account cries about. They are actually uh, little shorts that kind of catch you up on each character that's going to be in the next movie. So uh, they just dropped a few. In the last few days, uh, I think it's Wong, Scarlet Witch, and Doctor Strange. So if you don't have the time to sit down and watch Doctor Strange, WandaVision, No Way Home, What If, um, to catch up, you can watch those. It took probably about an hour to watch all three of them, and it'll catch you right up. and You'll be ready to rock and roll for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which is good, because that, my friends, is what we will be reviewing next week on the podcast. Super excited. Doctor Strange. Multiverse Madness and Avatar 2 trailer will be playing in theaters exclusively before it. So we'll have lots to talk about, but that is going to do it for this week. That is episode 404 of the So Wizard podcast. I have been your host, Joey DiCarlo, my co-host, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> That's
2: the from they- Northman.
1: And the expert, Mr. Marky Markellis uh
3: I'm b- about to ride off into Valhalla myself. Everybody, have yourself a good week and Wakanda forever.
1: Only if the Valkyrie has braces. Let me tell you, uh, <laughs> what is that about? <laughs> <laughs> hey man, you're gonna go live in the afterlife. You gotta have some nice teeth. You know? Fucking Odin, weird. Odin's got a good dental plan up there, let me tell you. <laughs> We'll see you guys next week for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Get ready. they one of the biggest movies of the year, and we'll be reviewing it. Good journey.